Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A suspect has been found dead after shooting four people and causing panic in the nation's capital. Police found the suspect inside an apartment at the scene while conducting door-to-door searches of buildings in the area. Hours earlier, police believe the man erected a sniper-type position with a tripod and rifle in his apartment and began firing indiscriminately at people walking outside. Washington Mayor Muriel Bowser. We have experienced this too much in our country. The epidemic of the gun violence, the easy access to weapons has got to stop. And all of the four people who were injured are expected to recover from their wounds. Another busy day for fire crews in southwestern states, Arizona and New Mexico. Three wildfires are burning in Arizona, six in New Mexico. In all, they've consumed more than 100 square miles of timber and brush. Officials issued abrupt evacuation orders near Santa Fe. This is SRN News. Charlie Kirk explains what's going on at Twitter. Twitter? does not actually care about making money. Twitter is not a for-profit vehicle. Instead, they are a regime megaphone and a censorship machine that camouflages as a for-profit company. Instead, what you have at Twitter is ideologues disguised as capitalists. The Charlie Kirk Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. From the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, I'm Daniel. We'll take a quick look at the weather. Today we've got a high of 73 degrees. Tonight, a low of 46 with a chance of thunderstorms. And a high of 51 degrees on Sunday. Mother's Day is May 8th, so our 2K for Mother's Day giveaway is back. You can enter once a day for your chance to win your mom two grand. Drop by am1280thepatriot.com for details and to register. And thank you for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. It was that 18 years ago, uh, last month. It will be that next week as we go continue through our 19th year. 19th year, I almost said ninth year. It feels like it's only been nine years, and and by the way, when you can say eight years feels like a relatively short time, you've been on the air a bit. We are the longest-running conservative talk show uh, in the Twin Cities, continuously speaking. And for that matter, I don't know how long Jason Lewis was on the air altogether if you put both of his stints uh, into one long string, but we're, we're getting up there as well here, folks. Either way, we dominate Twin Cities Radio like no other uh, broadcasts in the history of this medium in this market, along with, of course, our colleagues, the new guy, Jack Tomczak, 3 to 5 here on AM 12A, The Patriot, Brad Carlson, 1 to 3 tomorrow on uh, AM 12A, The Patriot, and King Banyan. Every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We dominate Twin Cities media, and we make it look easy. We are on the air right now on AM 12A, The Patriot, or if you're in the West Metro, 
of the Twin Cities, FM 107.5, or worldwide via am12athepatriot.com. Uh, you can also join us via any of your favorite streaming apps, Odyssey or Radio.com, or I believe iHeart, and certainly our favorite, the AM12A The Patriot app, the one that we like to direct you towards, because that's where the cool perks come from, especially when we have some live events here. And boy, do we have some events coming up. No, I can't talk about them. Not yet. Stay tuned. There's uh, there's some cool stuff coming up. And if you like the events we've had before to date, well, we've got some great ones coming up. By the way, Speaking of great events, not strictly AM 12A, the Patriot events. This is uh, from our sister station, AM 980, the mission upstairs here. Uh, Eric Metaxas coming to town on Thursday. Part of his uh, Is Atheism Toast tour? No, Is is Atheism Dead tour? I guess tomato, tomato. Anyway, I'm going to be there. Now, I'll be out there in general admission because it's not a 1280 event, so getting the VIP treatment is not one of the perks when I go to one of the, the, the believers' events, excuse me, the missions' events upstairs. Still worth it. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, going to be seeing Eric Metaxas talking about his new book, Is Atheism Dead? We shall see. Boy, you look out there in society these days, and atheism, or at least impatience with organized religion, is everywhere. That's a subject to perhaps uh, discuss with Metaxas himself. By the way, Metaxas will be appearing with Brad Carlson tomorrow on the uh, the, the Brad Carlson uh, Closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Wow, uh, almost too much news to get into in one show today, which is why it's good that we have four shows, myself, Jack, Brad, and King. But I'm going to try my best to get through them here. Monday, big day. Actually, big news almost every day this past week. Not all of it good. Uh, The mask mandate uh, was struck down by a federal judge this past week, a judge based in Florida, a a judge uh, appointed by Donald Trump, a judge who happens to be a 35-year-old woman, And by the way, it was fascinating to see last week uh, as the ruling went into effect and struck down the mask mandate nationwide from coast to coast uh, almost instantly uh, to the cheers and exuberance of millions of people, including countless flights in mid-flight where the pilots and the the crew announced you can take your masks off now and and everyone essentially threw them out the windows uh, and and with extreme prejudice there may there may i cannot confirm or deny that there were burnings of masks on in-flight airliners that seems unwise maybe it's apocryphal i don't know i'm just asking questions here at any rate the mask mandates went out the window figuratively speaking you don't open windows on airplanes at 35,000 feet everyone gets sucked out that's bad anyway Back on topic, Mitch, the mask mandate uh, went away with uh, about all of the morning of the old year going going away on January 1st. Uh, They're they're gone, but not forgotten, at least by the maskaholics among us here. Uh, Paul Krugman, the place I go to when I really, 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 really want the truth. (laughs) Not uh, sounded off this past week on on Monday when the ruling came down. a prediction about masking, says Paul Krugman, a Nobel Prize winner who uh, who lets you know that he won the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Prize, by the way, is to Paul Krugman what going to Harvard is to Ron Latz, something he throws in to buttress his authority, which he then goes on to squander every place else. By the way, he won a Nobel in a very... For, for all the progressives that you run into, you say, well, actually, Paul Krugman won a Nobel Prize. He won it in a highly technical area of of currency theory that has almost nothing to do with macroeconomics and certainly doesn't make him an expert in macroeconomics, as he proves every day 
in his column in the New York Times, his, his deeply, deeply misbegotten column in the New York Times. Anyway, uh, Paul Krugman, uh, in a tweet that came out on Tuesday, April 19th, early, early in the morning, a prediction about masking. Soon we'll be seeing many incidents in which those who choose to protect themselves with KN95s, etc., face harassment, even violence, because this was never about freedom. The worst thing, well, the worst thing about the pandemic may have been the, the, the way that the word freedom was waterboarded by people who really don't either get or, let's be honest, appreciate freedom. We'll come back to that in a moment here. One of the worst things <laughs> about the pandemic was the the fact that <laughs> the, the word freedom was completely beaten up. And right behind it, the word fact, the word expert, the word science, they, the, the way they were all completely bludgeoned into meaninglessness by what, what we can call maskaholics. And I use the term somewhat advisedly. Uh, there was a piece that came out in that noted conservative tool city journal this past week hint city journal is is a is part of the progressive or at least liberal center-left media establishment with impeccable credentials a piece by a fellow named john tierney in uh in in the uh in city journal this past week uh wrote Actually, this past Monday, and I quote, the pandemic is eased, but not the compulsion of many Americans to cover their faces. Fully vaccinated adults are still wearing masks on their solitary walks outdoors. Yes, they are. I saw them. One of them, of course, I, I coming out of the Midway in St. Paul, which is infested with far left center, uh, far not nothing, not remotely center, far left extreme progressives, and they will be walking their dogs down a block where they're the only pedestrian, except for their dog, with their mask wrapped tightly around their face still to this day. And, and, yeah, anyway, and neither here nor there. The, the piece entitled Maskaholics goes through some of the, the, the stats. And, and Tierney writes, quote, it's, it's a difficult addiction to overcome, according to the Japanese therapist who specialize in treating it. Yes, it is a pathology. It's, it's been beaten into many Asian heads. Of course, if you watch people talking about masking, they say, well, it works in Asia. People accept masks just fine in Asia. Yeah, and it's causing them damage, too. I, I, I would urge you to read the piece. I'll be posting it at shotinthedark.info later on today. Uh, and Tierney writes, it's a difficult addiction to overcome, according to the Japanese therapist who specialize in treating maskaholism. But a simple remedy might help some maskaholics. It's a graph that should be required viewing for everyone still wearing a mask and every public official or journalist who still insists that a mask mandates, quote, control the spread. And it's a mask that shows the infection rates, the new case rates per 100,000 people across the entire United States between the beginning of the pandemic and the present day. And it's hard to tell that it's two lines. One of the lines indicates uh, this is the, the number of people, uh, cases in jurisdictions that have a mask mandate and in jurisdictions that have no mask mandate. Now, in, it starts out high in all states because there was no masking in, in April, hardly any mandatory masking in, in April of, of 2012. But as the pandemic continues... 
there's a brief stretch where where mandated states states with mandates lagged a little bit behind in cases but by golly by winter of 2020 the new case rates per 100,000 people per week were the same by the spring of 2021 they were running a little bit ahead of cases in in states with no mask mandates and and during the last big surge the Omicron surge as or I should say as as Ben Shapiro puts it the Omicron surge last uh, earlier this winter right around Christmas and New Year's the biggest peak of infections took place in states with the mask mandate by a good stretch a good 10% more new cases per week in states with mask mandates. By the way, the numbers have plummeted off the, almost off the chart since then. They're the lowest rates in quite some time, which is why you're seeing some of the maskists out there saying, well, the cases are starting to creep up again. There might be a new variant. They are looking for their power. They want their power back. By the way, I say this is someone who was unapologetic about the fact that I got the vaccine and I wore masks where appropriate over the last two years, which, by the way, means when at the nursing home that members of my family with serious health concerns are, among other people, because, yeah, it is a fact that masks do control, help, help control infections, as a matter of personal infection control in controlled environments like, say, an operating room, which is otherwise sterile, and you breathing is the only source of germs in the room. So a mask helps. Doesn't doesn't stop everything, but it helps. And in a nursing home where things are not filthy, they help. And so I've had the occasional conservative or so-called conservative who seems to feel uh, emboldened to butt their nose into my personal health decision saying, you're a hypocrite for wearing a mask and getting a vaccination. Oh, shut up. You're a dim bulb and you're not even remotely conservative. I've said from the beginning, make your own decisions. You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. I don't want to. And I haven't in quite some time unless I'm in a nursing home. Where it see where that science seems to indicate it makes some sense, and by the way, I don't have any choice in the matter anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's their property, their rules. Another conservative value for you, anyway. All of that pales behind the damage to logic and reality that Paul Krugman has done. Prediction about masking: soon we'll be seeing incidents in which those who choose to protect themselves with KN95s face harassment, even violence. This is what we call Berg's seventh law. He's projecting. The behavior that the left and the maskist and the maskaholics have been inflicting on society around them for the past year, the harassment, the log rolling, the bullying that the maskists have inflicted on all the rest of us. People who are wearing masks as they walk their dogs alone down, down streets. They don't even have cars on them, for the love of God. Paul Krugman is projecting to protect his own side from the justifiable wrath of a people who have had enough. When we come back, Chantal with an idea about curbing uh, veteran homelessness. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Yo, I used to work at Burger King, a king taking orders. Punching my clock, now I'm wanted by the manager. Souping me up, saying, you're a good worker. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington. 
or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at ForeverCleaning.com. That's the number 4EVRCleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hi friends, this is Katie Pavlich from TomHall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you can enter the Kindless Challenge, Kindness Challenge sweepstakes and have the opportunity to win five grand plus give $5,000 in your name to a deserving organization. Plus, you can increase your opportunity to win. You can enter once a day through May 31st. That's like two months worth here. And for every act of kindness you can complete from their list, and by the way, it's step three in the entry form, you can earn five bonus entries, and we'll be adding a new act of kindness 30 different times for the rest of uh, all through May. So show some kindness to others and enter to win the Kindness Challenge sweepstakes. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. What have you done? You're, you're, you're heading to am1280thepatriot.com to enter the Kindness Challenge sweepstakes. Speaking of kindness, by the way, uh, one group that deserves your kindness, consideration, and respect is veterans who have served this country, many of whom 
are having trouble readjusting and have traditionally for all of the history of this country sometimes had trouble readjusting to life uh, back in civilian in civilian terms with us to discuss uh, an attempt to work on the problem of veteran homelessness old friend of this broadcast sean told jones is here sean uh you are broadcast you're, you're you're toughing it out there on the beaches of the dominican republic uh sounds like you're, no, you're i'm right now on a bus you're on a bus <laughs> i'm on a bus to head in the air of it mitch i really appreciate the opportunity to be on the show and just to because we have a limited amount of time i just want to let everybody know that we actually have legislation pending that uh, got a little bit of a start and got a little hiccup and then we had to reboot. And so what we need is we need everybody that's listening to help us out with uh, House File 4740, House File 4738, and House File 4741. And, th- and there are Senate equivalents to those files. You'll find them if you, uh, if you contact anybody. But, the, but what it really comes down to is every honorably discharged veteran has a VA home loan mortgage. And the VA will rec- recognize you up to a fourplex. So then they will recognize up to 75% of the rental income toward that uh, debt credit ratio to get a loan. So pretty much with maybe even a little bit more help, you can get a veteran in the old place they own, living safe and secure, and generating revenue for the rest of their life. And this is the purpose of Contained Solutions. The uh, the, uh, organization started called Contain Solutions, and you find us ContainedSolutions.org, and we, we take donations as well. But anyhow, I'm ready for some questions. What do you got, Mitch? Absolutely. So first of all, we, we, we had you on the show a couple of weeks ago. You talked about the legislation, the three House files and their companion Senate files. What is the hiccup? What's the, what's the problem with the processors? It seems well, like the hiccup, should... the hiccup was, yeah, the hiccup was one, uh, people don't like to, uh, there's a concern about spending money out of the, out of the existing surplus. We're only asking for a little bit better than 1%. We're asking for $96 million to build in 12 different communities across the state. That was that, Before when we talked, we were looking at five and six and seven communities. Now we've gone bigger. And the reason we went bigger is because the problem is as vast. We're going, to do, we're going to Duluth. We're going to Moorhead. We're going to Hibbing. We're going to uh, Brainerd. We're going to Mankato. We're going to St. Paul. We're going to St. Cloud. We're going to, to Rochester. We're going to the city of Ramsey because they have a VA facility there. We're going to uh, Sox Center, where the Eagles Healing Nest is, which is trying to attempt to end veteran suicides. And, in fact, uh, St. Cloud is the highest veteran suicide community in the entire state. So we're going where the problems are, and we're going to build two units per uh, per site, and we're going to have two fourplexes in each. We're going to have a community center and ability for us to have workforce development and have veterans building for veterans and it's a comprehensive program these problems that these people face aren't just single-minded problems they actually might have multifolds and we're going to work with the va to help these people get right so it's uh, there, there've, there've been some hiccups. There have been some procedural oopses. You're, you're, you're actually oopses. Uh, this is the, the stuff that every bill goes through in trying to wend its way through the legislature here. So these things t- are, are almost never a matter of getting everyone on board. Although that time comes when things actually get to the floor in one form or another here. But is there a particular committee, a particular set of members that particularly deserve yes. the attention of the yes. of the listener? Go ahead. Well, then, the nice thing about this is we're going through the Capital Investment Committee in both bodies is where we're trying to go. So we, we need Senator Tom Bach and the members of this uh, Senate Capital Investment Committee to help us. 
uh, move this along, but also Senate Majority Leader Jeremy Miller in Winona. He's the key component. Box said he wants to get the $96 million sign-off. Again, that's a little bit better than 1% of the existing deficit, or excuse me, existing surplus. And that surplus is what, that's money that's already in the bank that, that we could utilize to do what I think is one thing that we are honor-bound to do, which is to support our veterans. And if any group diver- deserves money, I think the collective money that's come into the coffers from the, state, uh, from the citizens across the state of Minnesota, it goes to those who served. The ones that did give you your freedom and your liberties, the ones that actually didn't have the, uh, the, uh, the protections of the Constitution when they were in the service, they actually were underneath the UCMJ and they didn't. They had to fight for the Constitution, but weren't protected by it. So uh, the the idea here is to get this. I mean, this is this. It's still in the Capital Investment Committee, and the of yeah, course the, the, the House and Senate. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's of course the battle is over the the deficit, which actually not the deficit, the surplus, which is money that was overtaxed from the taxpayers. Now, it's generally speaking, Republicans believe that money should go back to the taxpayers. Uh, let's not argue about that. There's a ninety six million dollar opportunity out there to do a whole lot of potential good here, uh, and that doesn't that shouldn't necessarily have to be a matter of politics over the surplus here. That we the state spends money on a lot. On a lot of stupid things uh, that add up to a whole lot more than ninety six million bucks here, but you 're talking about ad, uh, trying to work a pilot program up here to build two of these fourplexes, I believe, as you described in each of the yes. list of cities that you listed here what does what what 's going to be the effect of this pilot program around the state in terms of dealing with veteran homelessness Chantal? Well, the nice thing about it is is that you 're going to have a community center where people can commune. And be able to, you know, share their issues, share their, share the, you know, the, the veterans community is a unique community. They, they worked together, and so it's probably one of the most diverse institutions that we have in our nation. Mm-hmm. It's where people of color and, and different communities of different economic background basically rub elbows with each other, and they call each other brothers and sisters for the rest of their lives. And it's because they served, they were in harm's way, and they basically put each other's back to the other's back, and they protected our country. And so that was in places like, you know, Sounds like we may have lost the call there. We'll see what we can do about getting Chantal back here. Uh, Chantal, sounds like the call may have dropped. They may have uh, dropped below one bar down there in the Dominican Republic where Sean Toll is right now. At any rate, uh, while we work on getting Sean Toll potentially back here, uh, we're, we're talking about House File 4740, House File 4741, and House File 4738. Again, the idea is to, and we might need to take the phone offline for a moment here, uh, Sean, the Egan underboss. Yeah. I, I oh, we, oh, we brought Sean back. Okay, Sean Toll is back online. Uh, go right ahead. Yep. Okay, sorry about that. I'm on a Wi-Fi call, and uh, we got bumped. But anyhow, but the people that served in Afghanistan, Iraq, Vietnam, Korea, all these individuals, different conflicts, different situations, but also common bonds. So what I will say is, is the different communities that we've picked, they're population centers, they're regional centers, they're places where the, where the people are. Right. You know, all across the state. This is not a Democrat or a Republican issue. We're not picking Democrat or Republican communities over each other. We are doing it as a common issue across our state. So you listed uh, Tom Bach and uh, Jeremy Miller in the in the uh, Senate. Uh, Miller, of course, uh, the yes. Senate Majority Leader, Tom Bach, Capital Investment Committee uh, Chair. Uh, how is the bill moving in the, how are the, I should say, the three bills moving in the House right now? And, well, and we're who... working on it because Tom Bach has actually signed on the bills. 
they're being carried by Javid Senjum in the Senate. They're being carried by uh, Sandy Mason from Egan. In, and you guys are in Egan right now. You're get, and you're getting carried by Sandy Mason and Egan in the House. We've got sign-on from different individuals, but basically we need help with uh, Fu Li, who's the chair in the House. We need help with all of the members that are on the Capital Investment Committee. But the nice thing about this is normally a capital investment bill, if it were a bonding bill, requires a 60-vote majority in order to pass the floor. Right. These are cash bonds. This is money that comes out of the existing structural surplus. That means we only need a simple majority to pass these bills. It's not as controversial as a bonding bill. It's not as, uh, you know, you don't have to beg, borrow, and steal as much to do it. But the committee could hear these bills, pass them, and then everybody could vote for them on the floor. And then we're going to get this moving. And actually, the implementation date is the date of signage. We start working on this as soon as the governor signs it. So uh, the website to find out more about uh, the idea is ContainedSolutions.com. What in particular should voters look for, potential voters who are interested in finding out more before they contact their uh, legislators, their senators? Uh, What what, what should people, what what would you direct people toward in particular? Senate.mn, if you want to know either or, just look uh, look for committees and go to the Capital Investment Committee, but also contact your legislator, your senator, your House member. Those are the people that actually will listen to you as well. And, and so it's the committee members, but it's also your personal member. And then ask your member to push it for, for it, push for it with these members, Senator Bach, Senator, uh, Senator Senjum, you know, uh, Senator P- Sandy Pappas, you know, in this house, uh, Sue Lee, um, Mary Murphy's the vice chair, all of these in- individuals. But again, your own and these committee members. All right, I will post the links to the Capital Investment Committees in both the House and the Senate uh, at shotinthedark.info as well as the link to ContainedSolutions.com. Sean Toll, great talking with you again. Best of luck. ContainedSolutions.org. That's right, I have it down here, Craig. I'll post that at shotinthedark.info. Thanks for joining us again. Safe travels. We'll talk with you again soon. Sean Toll from ContainedSolutions.org about the uh, very innovative plan to house homeless veterans. More. Dennis Smith joins us when we come back. Go nowhere. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Eric Metaxas presents The Unraveling of Atheism. Findings so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, Thursday the 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit will make this event come to life. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Supported by GTS HVAC. 
Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, number to call. By the way, one of the reasons that fuel prices, gas prices, have been booming lately is because while the Biden administration yaps on and on endlessly about issuing leases to drill on federal land and elsewhere, the permits to actually use those leases to drill have been completely stonewalled. Uh, Recent developments show that U.S. energy policies have contributed to an unprecedented hike in energy prices, specifically oil and gas, which, by the way, is particularly oppressing the poor, the middle class at this point here. Now, we have a petition underway to call upon the Biden administration to actively work with energy producers to responsibly increase oil and gas production in the U.S. I say call upon them to drill, baby drill. Anyway, specifically to open American oil and gas deposits on federal land. Uh, expediting approval of both leases and permits. By the way, if you live out east of the Missouri River, you have no idea how much federal land there is and how much oil there is underneath it. Approve the Keystone XL pipeline, among many others, by the way, and uh, remove barriers to safe fracking. Uh, You can sign our national petition at am12athepatriot.com to ask the Biden administration to increase domestic energy production. Not now, but right now. Go to am12athepatriot.com and uh, click on the Increase Domestic Energy Production link. We are three weeks away from the state GOP convention at which our candidates to run for governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, state auditor, uh, hopefully find a state auditor that, that can actually drive and not roll their car over, and perhaps most controversial of all over this last four years, the attorney general for the state of Minnesota, someone to replace Keith Ellison, with us uh, attempting to vie for that office and uh, to vie for the GOP nomination to run for that office in three weeks at the convention uh, in Rochester here, uh, or perhaps at the primary beyond that, uh, we are joined uh, by Dennis Smith. Dennis, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Great. Good afternoon, Mitch. Great to be back on your show. Great to have you here, Dennis. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the campaign here. We've we've had the opportunity to meet the attorney general candidates. We had a we had a debate a few weeks back, uh, which the three of the five candidates 
uh, vied for the uh, for the attention of, of the voters. You were not there, Dennis Smith, but uh, we'll talk about reasons for your your tactics and your approach to this race here right now. But let's talk a little bit about you for those who haven't heard yet, because people get increasingly interested in these races the close we get to the uh, elections right now. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and why you're running for attorney general. Right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Thanks. So. Um, I grew up in White Bear Lake. My father was a milkman. He raised me as a single parent, and um, it's where I first learned uh, how to build trust with people. He had keys to over 500 of his customers' homes. I helped him on the milk route and all the time. If I wasn't in school, I was on the milk route helping him and you know, running the milk up to the door, traditional milkman uh, service. And, and then later on, in my, later on in my youth, I, I got involved in the bicycle motocross sport. Um, it's in the Olympics now, BMX. It's much more widely known. And I was ranked in the uh, top 10 in the world, and I won national championships. It's where I learned how to develop my competitive edge. I went to college at North Dakota State University, um, a fellow bison. And then um, I worked for a couple of years, and I went to law school at William Mitchell College of Law. I worked mm-hmm. my way through law school. I went, at, went to law school at night. After I um, uh, graduated and got my license, I went. Uh, I opened up my own practice, and uh, for over 22 years, I've been helping families and individuals and businesses, helping them in their moments of crisis and helping them plan for the future. Um, I I have two great kids. We're a hockey family. Um, I played hockey my whole life. I still play, and uh, my kids played hockey for 16 years, and I coached them and got involved in the association, Osseo Maple Grove Hockey Association, which for anyone who is involved in the youth hockey, that's, that's tough business. Um, oh, yeah. And it was good training ground. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just agreeing with you. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, no, that no, that that's true. It's uh, the hockey hockey parents have a special amount of passion. And then I went on to the legislature. I won my election in November of 14, and I was in the legislature from 14 through 19 for two terms. And when I was in the legislature, I was a bridge builder. I, I passed significant complex legislation um, that's needed for you know, for the types of problems. You know, I, I proved myself there that I can bring all the parties together and solve these complex problems that we're faced with like we are now. Um, and now we have a, a state of affairs where we've lost trust with our institutions and our government and the media and even some with each other, Mitch, where we have an attorney general who's not interested in the rule of law, who's right. not interested in enforcing the law, who's interested in tearing down the police and, instead of supporting the police. And we have crime that that's off the charts. Um, and it's just, you know, he's not in line with where Minnesota is. And I have a, I had a calling to, you know, to run for this seat um, because we've lost 25 times in a row as Republicans. I know your listeners know this 25 times in a row, our statewide candidates have lost and it's widely known. We haven't held that attorney general seat. Um, the last election we won was 1966. Um, so, you know, that we, we need to do things differently. We need to campaign differently. And this campaign is doing that, and I'm very proud of our efforts. So we've uh, we we had a debate here on AM 12A, the Patriot, about a month or so ago. Here we had three of the five candidates, uh, of course, Doug Wardlow, uh, uh, Jim Schultz, and Tad Jude uh, joined us for that debate. Lynn Torgerson bowed out, as uh, and you were not in attendance as well. We'll come back to that in a moment here, uh, Dennis Smith. But uh, in that debate, the, the, our commentary afterwards pointed out that there wasn't really so much as a, a, a ray of daylight. Uh, there wasn't enough difference between the three candidates we talked with uh, other than the fact that they were not each other and the various 
paths they took to get to the attorney general's race. Obviously, there are very different paths there as well, and that's that's to be expected. But in terms of actual policies that they uh, favored if they were elected to the attorney general's office, there wasn't a whole lot of difference between them. Uh, so let's tell. So let's talk a little bit about you, Dennis Smith. If you uh, what what separates you from the other four candidates? for the attorney general's office. How are you different in policy terms? I, I mean, we know that there's differences in background, but w- why why should a delegate and eventually a voter uh, vote for you as opposed to any of the other candidates, leaving out Keith Ellison, obviously? There's a no-brainer. But that, Right. Yeah, yeah well, I, I'm, the, I'm the only person running that can beat Keith Ellison. Um, we, we need, you know, we, we were running a candidate that lost last time, and we have, uh, you know, we have other people in the race, but they don't have, know the the makeup that i have with my background and how i'm approaching this campaign um you know one true measure of a successful campaign is is how you're doing with fundraising and last week the reports came out um and we're leading the race Uh, we have uh we're so far ahead of keith ellison we have two and a half times um cash on hand than keith ellison the incumbent attorney general two and a half times uh we have um uh we raised over a million dollars uh a campaign to date um, you know, just you know, far and uh, you know above uh, in front of everyone else. Keith Ellison is the next uh, you know closest person in the attorney general race. But we need a candidate that can win, and and I'm that I'm that I'm that candidate. Um, we need someone that can win in the suburbs. I proved I could win my purple district when I represented the house. I know how to solve complex problems. Um, I, I proved that in the legislature. Um, and, you know, we're campaigning in a different way. We're using technology that's never been used before in the race. And our fundraising is off the charts. And we're creating this, you know, this firestorm across Minnesota as we travel. And we've been in 81 counties since the uh, campaign started, uh, since last June, 81. And everywhere we go, we hear the same thing, that people feel we're not uh, doing the things we should from the attorney general's office. And they want crime reduced. Um, and, you know, and, and you know, we're going to be able to do that, but we have to win first. And this campaign is a winning campaign. So we'll talk about the campaign against Keith Ellison. That's obviously the, the prize on which we need to keep our eyes here, Dennis Smith. But uh, let's let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the path to the, the campaign because or to, to the actual race for attorney general that leads to the endorsement. Uh Four of the candidates, I believe, are going to the state convention in three weeks. I believe, last I heard, and stop me if I'm in error here, but you are you are not uh, concerned with the endorsement at the convention. You're going straight to primary, Dennis Smith. Do I have that correct? And if so, what's your yeah, – nope. oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting, but no, that's true, Mitch. Um, okay. And I've said this from the very beginning. In my first radio interview um, on your station a couple of days after I announced last June, I said – I, I want the Republican nomination. Um, I mean, I want the Republican endorsement from the party. Um, that is, you know, that, that's, 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 that's important to me. I'm, I'm a proud Republican. Um, and as we, as we moved forward, um, we saw that just before um, the caucuses started, that, started, um, that uh, the party insiders were trying to fix the election. Um, so we decided that um, we really are seeking the ultimate nomination of the party um, that comes on primary day. Um, and we just decided to forego the convention. Um, and the reception has been uh, very, you know, very warm and very exciting about that. Um, the caucus system is not working. We see this as a national trend. We're down to nine states, um, nine other states that, that caucus still, and they produce their endorsement from that process. And some still have a, a nomination process with the primary. Um, and that process itself has produced 25 losses in a row. 
I mean, these are indisputable facts. 25 times our endorsed candidates have lost against the Democrats, 25 unendorsed candidates. Um, and we need to change this. We cannot afford another four years of Keith Ellison. I hear that everywhere I go. We cannot afford another four years of Tim Walls. And that's why we're campaigning differently. And that's why we're going um, straight to the, you know, state to the, straight to the primary, because that's the best, the best path to victory. You've clearly done very well with fundraising and your uh, your 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 sentiments about the endorsement are duly noted and, and not for not for argument here today. But are you uh, do you think you're able to I mean, given that you're you're. You, you said earlier that party insiders are fixing the nomination process earlier. Uh, do you believe your campaign is fixed to go for the, to, toward the primary and onward without a whole lot of help from the, the actual state party? Is that uh, is that the intent here or is that your plan B? Well, well, well I think the state party is um, I, mean, I, I think we can, you know, there, there's there's a lot of support within the state party. Right. And I'm seeing this where where you know, for for my campaign and we're seeing this from throughout the state where. People are, you know, are much more accepting of this idea than they have been the last couple of cycles. And, you know, one of your uh, one of your colleagues told me, you know, a couple of cycles ago, you know, I would. And he said this on the air. He said a couple of cycles ago, you know, I, I, I would have been, you know, really you know, said you're making a mistake and yep. this is not the time for it. But but we are at that time for it where the, you know, the Republican endorsement from the state convention is important. And, and I would love to have it. Um, and there's so many friends I have in that room. But it's not the only path to victory. And if we're going to have, you know, these issues with our party, um, you know, we saw on caucus night about all the, the data problems that the party has been having. And, you know, there, there there's, you know, Facebook and social media is filled with the issues at the state party. So, um, you know, there is there's other ways to win. And we're demonstrating that and the amount of support we have and the wide range of support you know, continues to demonstrate that every single day. So let's, with that out of the way, uh, Dennis Smith, let's take a quick break. When we come back, well, first of all, we'll take calls at 651-289-4488 if you have questions for Attorney General candidate Dennis Smith running for the GOP nomination uh, to run against Keith Ellison this fall. When we come back, let's talk about the actual race, the prize on whom our eyes is set, getting Keith Ellison out of office and what that means and how important that is and and why you would be the candidate to do that potentially, Dennis Smith. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit beefy, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-379-9528. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-379-9528. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-379-9528. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-379-9528. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join us, and, and we hope that you do. Hey, don't forget the Stand with Israel tour coming up again this fall. You'll be uh, going to Israel with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and uh, Dinesh D'Souza and, and a couple hundred of your favorite friends. Actually, November 30th through December 9th of this year. Looks like COVID will be out of the way. Uh, I mean, because everyone knows invasions of Ukraine cure COVID. So uh, it looks like it's going to go ahead. We've we've had some trouble getting him to go ahead with uh, with the pandemic in Israel this last couple of attempts. But uh, looks like this one's going to be a go. November 30th through December 9th. Get in while you can. Uh, go to am12athepatriot.com. Get yourself registered. Get yourself uh, some tickets. It's going to be so worth the trip. Uh, perhaps perhaps Brad and I and Jack will be able to do a, a trip to Israel or I don't know, maybe at least Hudson sometime in the near future. We're talking with Attorney General candidate Dennis Smith, one of five candidates vying for the GOP nomination. I believe we've talked with all five of them at least once now. I know we haven't had ward law on yet this cycle. We'll see what happens. We get his people to call our people before the convention here. But with all of the GOP, uh, G- internal GOP 
uh, procedurals out of the way here. Let's talk about the prize here. Uh, Keith Ellison, uh, easily the most uh, controversial attorney general in Minnesota state history for all the wrong reasons. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the imperative to get him out uh, out of the way. Uh, a lay person in politics may not know how much damage Keith Ellison has done to this state and to the office of the attorney general and its intended function. Uh, Dennis Smith, let's talk about the imperative to get Keith Ellison out of office by anyone, uh, especially yourself. Yeah, but, uh, we, we've seen that how Keith Ellison wants to um, destroy the police department. He advocated openly. He campaigned against the vote for the Minneapolis Police Department to lo- no longer exist. Thank goodness the the wise people of Minneapolis um, voted for the the police, and and so at least we have that going forward. But that has changed. Um, that has changed the, the you know as part of the narrative. That's changed the tone and the feeling towards police. And as attorney general, I will change the tone and tenor with the discussions with the police and the community and the judges and the county attorneys. That's what we need. This is a complex problem to solve this crime. It's not helpful when our attorney general is pro-crime, but it's a complex problem. And I've proven that I can take these complex problems and solve them. Um, And we need to, you know, we need to have people where they feel, we need to have to be, you know, we need to be able to feel safe going to our grocery store uh, at a stoplight, you know, we have to stop these, these carjackings. I mean, you know, and then the Democrats, it's no surprise. We have one of our uh, Metro County sheriffs that comes up with a solution, a possible solution to stop the carjackings. And, you know, uh, Keith Ellison and the other administrative people fight it because it's not their solution and they're afraid of it actually being successful. So it is critical. We need to get you know, we need to get this crime problem under control. We need to have it where people feel safe going back into Minneapolis, going out in their own neighborhoods. And this just doesn't impact the big cities. We've seen an increase in crime throughout the entire uh, state. And it's because there's no consequences, because the judges are not doing their jobs. And that will change when I'm attorney general. How does an attorney general do this? I mean, clearly there's a problem. Clearly, Keith Ellison is perfectly comfortable with the problem existing. What what role can an attorney general have in, in dealing with uh, crime, which is a tends to be a local and county uh, enumerated power in, in the state of Minnesota? What, what can an attorney general, uh, let me put it this way, what will a Dennis Smith attorney general uh, office yeah. do? Yes, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, when I'm attorney general, I'll change the tone and tenor of the discussions that the police have with the community and that the community has with police. They've lost trust in each other, and that's not right, and it's not fair for for the for you know for all the police officers. There there are some bad actors, undoubtedly. We've seen that firsthand. But by and large, the police officers are great people. They're great public servants, and they lost the trust of the community. That needs to be restored by a different type of communication about holding them accountable when they need to be held accountable. And they're all for transparency, but we need to do that in a fair way so they get a fair shake. Um, But also, we need to hold the judges accountable. And that includes um, building relationships with the judges and having the judges know that they will be called out when they're doing something that the public doesn't want such as low bail and no bail and the, the, the negative impact that's having on our communities. And it's with the county attorneys. It's giving them the resources um, that they need and the assistance that they need in order to effectively do their job. Our judicial system is best served by the county attorneys um, closest to the people. And if they need help with a the case, they can ask for it. But the attorney general cannot be taking cases from county attorneys. That's not right. That's not how the system was built. Right. But they need to be supported in a way. So it's a complex problem. 
that I think only I can solve. And when I'm attorney general, we will get crime under control in Minnesota. So I used to criticize the likes of Mike Hatch and Lori Swanson uh, back when they were running the attorney general's office back in the lazy, hazy, crazy days of six, seven, eight years ago, when they basically turned the AGO into a glorified consumer protection office uh, to benefit mm-hmm. DFL on consumer protection and, and totally let criminal justice slide. We didn't know how good we had it in this state when Keith Ellison took over. And, and of course, beyond beyond his his cuddling up to Antifa, uh, we have his, his uh, leasing out the office to Michael Bloomberg uh, staff, you know, mercenary lawyers, essentially, on climate issues. And we also have uh, him essentially backing Governor Klink's unconstitutional uh, crackdown on private enterprise during the pandemic. I, I think I can, I'm imagining that we, you're, those things will be things of the past should you become the Attorney General, Dennis Smith. That should be a gimme, am oh, I correct? Oh. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, part of you know being the Attorney General is you have the ear of the Governor. You're part of the Executive Committee. And I will be fighting for fairness and transparency in in our laws. And if we ever have to go under emergency, um, uh, you know, with another uh, outbreak of a virus, um, there will be that'll be a different approach. And and I will I will be you know I will really carry that torch to make sure that they understand the impact of what they're doing. And if I lose in the executive council, then I'm going to the press because the press doesn't cover exactly what happened. They don't they don't they don't cover about the bad government choices and decisions we get oh, when yeah. we have all four four offices held by the same office. We need diversity uh, in, in, our, in our executive office, in our state government. We have it in our House and our Senate. We have it in our congressional seats. We're basically a 50-50 state, yep. and we, we pride ourselves on that. In the 90s, you might remember, we had one of the most conservative U.S. senators, at the same time one of the most liberal U.S. senators. So the state will are, is receptive to that, that idea. They're receptive to Dennis Smith as being attorney general. We just need someone to run a different type of campaign, which we are doing. Absolutely. Dennis Smith, we are out of time. Pleasure having you here. We'll have no, no doubt talk between the convention and the primaries. Uh, six, uh, DennisSmith.org is the website. Dennis, thank you for joining us today. We will talk again. Thank you very much. Have a great day. AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules in theaters two nights only, May 2nd and May 4th. Get your tickets now only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. 
Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Yeah, Invergrove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, well, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once and... I probably had like a check engine light and I wanted to get it checked on, but they never give me a hassle. It's like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is...